I posted my first TikTok, got a million views. Even if the video doesn't do well, if it catches the right eye, then that's all you need. The bad investment. <laughs> well, we'll see about that in five, ten years, right? <laughs> that's big news. Yeah, yeah. That is Breaking huge. news. All right, boys. Here we are. Jersey City, New Jersey. First pod on the road with guests. We got some special guests in the building today. We got Jack and Zoe from We Got Ice. Going to be an absolute banger of a pod and a great way to start off 2023. This is the Pipe It Up podcast. Cue the intro. Boop it up, boop. Pipe it up, pipe it All right, me, Kyle Schultz, are your hosts today. Jack couldn't be here with us. He's getting married this weekend. Shout out to Jack Agner. Agner. Agner got married. Agner got married. You got a friend getting married. Agner got married this weekend, but uh, Kyle's filling in for him and. Welcome, Jack and Zoe. We got Ice Baseball, part of John Boy Media. Thanks for joining the show today. Thank you for having us. And wish congrats to Jackner. Yeah, wish I got <laughs> Jackner. invited. To him. That's what we call each other. We usually call him Swagner. That's okay, that's thing. better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That could be your new nickname if you want. Maybe. You are Maybe not just swag. swag. I'm not a Swagner. No. no. <laughs> Don't call him that. All right, so let's talk We Got Ice. If you guys are not familiar with Jack and Zoe, I bet you you've seen them on your TikTok feed once or twice if you're an MLW fan. They're kind of, I think, I, I at least knew you guys before this weekend as the guys who do the at-bats in the John Boy Warehouse, right? Yeah. Let's go. Wiffle balls or blitz balls or using pots and pans to hit wiffle balls. <laughs> That's kind of how I knew you guys. But you built a super impressive following over the last, what, year or two? We'll get into your past. But um, 700,000 on TikTok. Now you just crossed that milestone. You got 70,000 on Instagram and over 50,000 YouTube subs. So congratulations on building that platform. Thank you, thank, thank, you, thank you. And if you had to describe what, you know, your brand is, We Got Ice, to people who weren't familiar, what would you, how would you describe it? Um, I think... At a base level, it would be fun and baseball. But if you really want to get deep, I think our brand is us. Okay. I agree. love that. And would, whatever content we make, whatever ideas we have, mm-hmm. it only works because it's, we do it in the way we want to do it. And that's mm-hmm. it. And We're correct, also dumb. <laughs> that too. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy, but I've never seen like the mix of wiffle ball and, and comedy uh, you know, done to the perfection as they do. Like, can you think of anybody else that has done what they've done? Because no, I, I, I don't, can't. I can't think of anybody. I wish I was as naturally funny as these two were, oh, and I can vouch for them now. Now I've seen it in person. I mean, Jack, <laughs> Jack and Zoe are one take guys. Yeah, you've touched into, you've, wrong. What I'm saying is, you touch into this niche that I guess nobody's discovered with like social media mm-hmm. and backyard sports, blitzball, wiffleball, whatever it is, with comedy. So I yeah. think that's a, a big, um, you know, step to why you guys have grown so big. I have a great thank you. I have a great <laughs> quote yeah, that you. should probably be on a graphic. Okay, I think wiffleball is the stand-up comedy of baseball. Interesting. Because it's a silly little goofy little ball that does things you wouldn't mm-hmm. think. You're a goofy little boy. And it's, <laughs> it's just better. Like If you are decent at baseball, right. you're better at wiffle ball. Right. But mm-hmm. if you're good at talking, stand-up makes it better. So I think mm-hmm. it's just wiffle ball and comedy are two in the same. That was a great answer. Right. Are you guys big fans of like stand up comedy? Like, do you have comics yes. that you actually like look up to and take you know things from? Well, of course. You, yeah. So like, I think a good mix is like you said. We're both sports fans, and we both really like like social media comedians. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether it was Vine or when TikTok came out, mm-hmm. so I think it's like a natural like our two inspirations yeah. and putting yeah. them together. And it was Jack's uh, brainchild first, and then he brought me on yeah. afterwards because he was like, "Oh, this kid's kind of yeah. dumb." We started as well. Oh. I won't get into it. Don't get into it. Don't get into it. We started more as a in more serious baseball, yeah. or we tried to do silly baseball stuff, right. mm-hmm. and that's harder to do. And wiffle ball is just kind of that perfect in between where, like, I can't get out on a mound mm-hmm. and be goofy playing yeah. baseball. Mm-hmm. But wiffle ball, you don't have to be that good at baseball to be good at wiffle ball. Right. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. But you guys, you guys do do a good job in that baseball comedy era. I feel like that was kind of the first 
place I saw you, I think, probably was, Jack, you doing a little commentary of funny baseball clips, whether it's a player on the A's getting hit in the butt or <laughs> a pitcher getting checked for spider attack. That's kind of how I think I first I was first exposed to you guys. Because you've been on my radar for a while, for sure. Kind of like, because you see people in passing, right? Like, a lot of our yeah. fans probably have seen you guys. It's like, what do these guys actually do? And you never right. really know. It's a good question. And then once we you know, kind of started chatting online, then I kind of figured out, okay, I kind of got a general sense for your brand. But, and, but just seeing you guys online, it looks like you've been best friends forever, but you guys haven't been friends for that many years, have you? Not no. really. We you met four years ago? Yeah. Remember the day? <laughs> kind of romantic. Yeah. We met first. He doesn't remember the day. First class of college, our whole college friend group was all in this one class. It's kind of insane. So it's the dream. Yeah. We math. really didn't like get close, I would say, till COVID. It was like Yeah, when we started it. When COVID happened, that's when we like actually like started like being like we were like f- mutual friends. Yeah. But, like we didn't really hang out. Like, Did you guys on. major in any like sport broadcast type major communications? Because, you know, it's obvious you guys you have you know, have a yeah. feel for that kind of thing. I majored in professional communication. Okay. And a little bit of film stuff. Gotcha. And I was a journalist major. I was supposed to be telling you guys like serious information. Okay. Like I was supposed to be spreading news. <laughs> I mean, not who I, th- what those, I am. But now those, we do. But now we do bat roulette. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> hey, no, but all all those like my major that I graduated with was mechanical engineering, yeah. which is like really? way more in left field yeah. than what you guys. Yeah, that's did crazy. Sports. I know that sounds hard. <laughs> it was very yeah. hard. So you're yeah. like smart. I was at one point. I feel like each and every passing day I'm losing it, but yeah, at one do, point I was pretty sharp. Well, you you're set up the pop. audio. It's true. You did audio stuff, yeah, which I, is kind of... So it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that um, degree was worth it. For your brain, don't hang out with us that much. We'll bring yeah. you down. Uh, <laughs> I hang out with guys like Norp and Drew Davis. That doesn't help either. Maybe because it's strays. Boom. <laughs> hey, they're great guys. They're great guys. So when you said, like, you said COVID when you started yeah. it, but... What really was the it at the beginning? Like, what was We Got Ice when you actually made the page? Why did you name it that? And what did you want it to be yeah. moving forward? Like, what was the initial goal for the for the brand? Yeah, so I think it, it all stemmed out of boredom where I had just randomly gotten back into baseball right when the pandemic hit. Like, I ordered a tee and a net and just during lockdown would go hit. Played a lot of MLB The Show. Got really into John Boy Media. Listened to, like, a ton of talking baseball, all their shows. Then there was a certain point where I was like, I, I want to make content. I'm consuming way too much content like watching just youtube and netflix all day you gotta start making something so that's when we started or i started it solo at first something called turning two okay and then i brought lorenzo in shortly after and we just did a podcast for a while and then separately i started making tiktoks and then eventually those two interests kind of combined okay and so I've been riding Jack's coattails for quite the time. <laughs> the, the first, I posted my first TikTok, got a million views. It was first me. One. I brought a push lawnmower to a national park and just started mowing it. Mm-hmm. That, probably, that probably inspired you. Like, if I can do that in my first one, yes. like, you know, people probably like yeah. me. I can probably do this again and again and again and just go from there, right? I remember the feeling. I left my phone on the counter. I went back to it and just seeing the likes yeah. shoot up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be chasing this high forever. I'm I'm pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. You love lawn care. Yeah. I do, too. It's a passion of mine. I love mowing a good lawn. Along the way of my mechanical engineering degree, I did take a uh, turf management course as an electric. (laughs) So, that's right. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) I learned all about zoysia grass and Bermuda grass and Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky 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 blue. Nice. Warm season grasses and, uh, you know, grass up in the north. I don't know what it's called anymore. North grass. I haven't learned in the class yet. Who would have thought we would have been talking about Kentucky blue on this podcast? That's awesome. I want to take an online course on on manage, turf it management. was awesome. It was online. That's kind of the reason oh, I took it. Yeah, send, it me, excellent. send me your notes. If you want to enroll at Michigan State, I can put a good word in for you. Okay, you yeah, awesome. Yourself. My favorite TikTok channel is a guy who goes to people's house and mows their lawn for free. Yes, or like the weed whacker guy. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll have to check them out. Yeah, check yeah. them out. I do good, like good simple stuff. things like that, though, on the internet. Like, the guy who unclogs drains, you've seen him before? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Yeah. Get him on the show. Dude, anything that's satisfying. <laughs> is there anything the better? Like, cleaning a pool. Oh, love like, it. Like, love that That's guy an too. instant follow. Yep. Instant follow. It doesn't matter. Tyler Schultz just follows house management. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask you guys about your, your wiffle ball upbringing. Like, mm -hmm. growing up, how much did you play? How much did you watch videos? Maybe our videos, other leagues in your area? Because, um, Jack, like, you, you know, you pitch a lot in your videos, and you, you can tell that you have, like, a screwball, a riser drop, like, the whole thing. Um, so where did, I guess, your, your wiffle ball career begin? Yeah. So played baseball my life, really liked baseball. And I think in eighth grade, me and my friends, shout out Max, we would watch, like, wiffle ball videos, got into it, would go to, walk to Olympia Sports, buy a set of balls, and just, like, pitch to a lawn chair. Mm -hmm. Then we had, like, this mini league. We had a YouTube channel forever ago. I think it's gone, but... <laughs> I've been looking just, for like, it. Play I, these little games. Is it gone or are you just embarrassed about it a little bit? No, I've tried to find it. Oh. It would it's be so fun. Jam's Wiffle. But you've been, you've been like uploading Wiffle. videos for like a while now, though. Yeah, I didn't do the video aspect of it, but I was just, I was pretty good at pitching okay. kind of from the start. Gotcha. I can tell. And then, thank you. And then, that means a lot <laughs> coming from a turf management major. <laughs> to be honest. No, and, just, just a course taker. Okay. Didn't, didn't major. It was a course major. Course taker. Um, you need to know it how was much. A it was a general elective, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah. It was. Okay. Well, you took it eight times, so it counted as a major. <laughs> he just kept failing Failed on the first seven No, times. he got, it's he a Tommy got an A in it eight times. <laughs> he just really all, loved all it. All eight of my elective credits are the same class. Yeah. Um, so, I, w I dabbled in some, like, golden stick tournaments. and just Oh, did you actually? He knows the rules. That's big news. Yeah, that is Breaking news. Yeah. Jack went to a golden stick tournament. In high school and just kind of been playing forever. And then at college in our friend group, I kind of brought it to them when we were nice. bored. And then we'd play like after class in the quad and stuff. And over COVID, I'd scuff a ball and like back at it, build a new strike zone. So it's yeah, kind of been like. Sweet. I know I was pitching your wiffle balls earlier today and like, they were high quality scuffs yeah. with a great <laughs> knife. I'm yeah. like, what knife are you using for these? Yeah, I've got been great. Been doing balls. it for a while. <laughs> Thank <laughs> I had you. To put it in. That's that means a lot to me. That's a clip. That's a clip. You're watching this on Instagram now. <laughs> no, but uh, scuffing's hard. Like I literally can't even scuff. Jordan Robust, he's one of the best pitchers in the country. He can't mm -hmm. scuff, so that's a talent that is like I feel like mm -hmm. you know overlooked in yeah, wiffle ball. In the niche community of wiffle ball, there's definitely is good scuffers out there. And by there's scuff, names. I mean knifing to yeah. the fans. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's obviously it can be easy to scuff on you know cement, but right. knife, knifing is what I mean. It's a whole nother game. Yeah, don't scuff your own balls. That's no. bad. No. no. Yeah, so Jack, what do you actually remember from those Golden Stick tournaments? Because I, I'm, I like to think I'm, you know, pretty. I, I, I know the game well. I know the guys right. in Golden Stick and all these East Coast guys. Do you remember anybody from that tournament or how that tournament went? Yeah, we were in. It was Danvers, Massachusetts. Okay, um, we've had we've had teams show up to our Boston tournament so, yeah. from Danvers. Yeah, um, I remember Jordan playing in one with Dan Haverty. I'd love. Habs. Oh wow! Yeah. So you know all them, you know like. I mean, we didn't. You then, played against them, but now he knows I mean, of them. Yeah, we were horrible. I mean, I think we were like sixty. You're on the scene. Like not good. You're on the scene. He was putting yeah. the work in. There's this old guy named Animal. Oh, familiar. Obligatory, right? Uh, At a wiffle ball tournament. Shaking his head. He animal. Knows <laughs> yeah. Wait, bring bring Jordan in here. It is Jordan animal on in here. Isn't Animal a Muppet? Jordan, <laughs> what, do you, what do you remember from Animal? <laughs> uh, entertaining. Very okay. very entertaining. I'll say. Okay, like, I think I, that's I think that's just, that's all we need. It's not even a Muppet. Okay, so cool. Old guy hit bombs. So you actually have fun. like a wiffle ball background. Yeah. You're legit. That's actually yeah. to an extent. That's cool to see. It was it was just like kind of a passive hobby mm -hmm. for a while, right. and then it like even the first video it was kind of an accident where we were just playing for fun because mm -hmm. it's really oh, fun. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then I set up a tripod and just filmed it, mm -hmm. and then put out a video, and it blew up. And I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like I've been around the wiffle scene for a while, yeah. and mm -hmm. the wiffle scene is surprisingly big on the internet. So just mm -hmm. combine that. That's been drawn from there. All right, Tom. I'm jumping in here. We talked a lot about Jack, but I want a little. I want to know a little mm. bit more about Zoe and your background, your upbringing. Um, you seem to be a very positive person, very happy. Oh, thank you. Charming. 
Where did that come from? Have you always been that way? Because that's like the first thing that I feel like I learned from you and yeah. like all the guys have gained from just like mm-hmm. me and you. Well, I was very much like I was a part of a really big family. Okay. And I was homeschooled my whole life. So really? I was really introverted as okay. a kid until I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But I always just like loved playing sports and I always wanted to do like I wanted to go to those tournaments. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play wiffle ball with people. So now that I got the opportunity, I'm like, dude, I'm living the game. Yeah, what is awesome. there to be upset about? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. Glass half full kind of guy. I love her. Sure. And and you, hey, I'm, that's the opposite of me. Don't, don't <laughs> I, we're gonna change that. Don't sell yourself short because I feel like you bash yourself a lot, like I do myself. But you, uh, you are a pretty good wiffle ball hitter from facing Jack. You I actually think, are. Over the last year. My you're favorite, a tough out. You're my, a tough out. My favorite thing is that people can see because I never competed in tournaments as a kid. I've never fa- until I was met Jack. I never mm-hmm. like played wiffle ball at any sort of competitive level. If you watch our first video to now, you can see me learn how to play with I was just gonna say I feel like in the beginning it was almost like a joke that you're up there yeah, and, and Jack's throwing these like six screwballs yeah. and it's like you'd make a joke if you had like a foul tip but now you're like actually hitting shots I yeah, feel like it's crazy you know, like legit level pitchers yeah. it's so fun to see that progression <laughs> like, it's awesome we didn't even know realize it happening but like over a year from me only pitching and you only hitting it's kind of now just switching to you're the hitter I'm the pitcher yeah. and we can't do the opposite no yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, never only seen do that. I've never seen you pitch you don't you don't want to <laughs> okay you don't see that's it. for another day but it is fun I really do enjoy that like storyline of getting to watch the old videos and my swing so like, you guys dude, you I guys like, look like you're having so much fun in your videos oh, I think that's why people like them I mean, that's your energy's what, so high and, and I've seen this weekend it's not like you guys are faking it it's to pretty, be honest it's pretty authentic I think that's why our dynamic worked in the beginning too is because Jack was so good and people wanted to see him strike me out <laughs> and I yeah. literally couldn't hit him so it's yeah. like it wasn't even we were like faking it it was just like oh yeah he's just nasty but yeah. everybody was still rooting for you though yeah like, I'm yeah. a fan like favorite. if you got a piece of something <laughs> I would actually comment like let's go Joe <laughs> stay in there <laughs> you're Step, gonna hit a shot next time I'm let's stepping go. in the bucket over here yeah. just trying to get out of the way of the slider the Zoe fandom is slowly growing but it's, to as this it day as yeah. it should strikeouts yeah. perform so much better yeah, no me, one wants to see nobody that nobody wants to see me hit really? is it really yeah it's just that's kind of sad that's really sad I like seeing the swamp yeah that is kind of depressing what if you get like you finally get a single or a home run, and it's like, oh, I wish we I don't believe it. They post two nasty strikeouts, and yeah. they get like three million views. And then I'll post a home run, and it gets huh. like 400k. And then I'll pitch and I'll throw or I'll post another hit, and people or another pitch, yeah. and people mm-hmm. be like, Why do you never post hits? And I'm like, I did, but yeah. the algorithm doesn't work. No, like I mean, it. you guys don't watch, you guys have probably already learned you can't win on social media, you cannot please everybody, but also uh, it's that's like, like no, that's like rule number one with creating content, yeah, of course. Yeah. But also, like, for all of us, like, we're playing football on the internet. Right. It's like, dude, this is so much fun. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. care if somebody thinks I'm a bad hitter or yeah, not. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't not going to affect me. We, we tell that to guys that come into the league, whether that's the draft or free agents. It's like, don't take comments seriously. Yeah, is it like? It's like, either they're really young or they're just having a bad day. So don't yeah. lash out or just don't take it the wrong and way. Every time you see, a, like, a really negative comment out of nowhere, you hit it and it's like, Oh, they're following us. Yeah, yeah. Are, that is true. Yeah, it's like the bio's number both. one we ice fan. Debating is nothing, you know. Debating in the comment section about who's good, who's bad yeah. is healthy for our league. Right. It really is. But when you have kids who are younger than us, and like we grew up with that, even at a right. smaller scale, it's still like exposure to it when you're young. But when we bring in a kid who's been a fan of us and been in that comment section for years, mm. and they're 17 and they step onto the field for the first time and see that about themselves, I'm, I'm sure it's overwhelming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Luckily for us, that that change happened slowly. Not like, to interview, was, not to interview guys, but has it been like a bit weird for you to transition to kind of like more. I'm assuming more of that mentor role. If you have a kid who's like 17 who comes in, like, hey man, you're gonna get some hate and some love. Like, how to ride that wave a little bit? I think I've gotten better at that over the past like two years, probably. But yeah. I, I, cause I always try to see it from from their perspective because I understand it's way different than what I went through, which was a very very gradual growth of fans and sure. about people talking about you. So it yeah, was that's pretty a good easy. point. Whereas them, it's just hitting a wall all at once 
So I always just try to be a resource, number one, to new guys that are young. You know, if you ever need anything at all, like text me, call me, whatever. I'll, I'll try to help you out with whatever it is you need, whether it's just a general question or dealing with stuff like, you know, hate comments, whatever it is. Just trying to be a resource and a friend to the new guys, I think is what I always try to do first and foremost. That's awesome. I think in terms of mentorship too, it's all about making like the youngest of our young players comfortable on camera. Yeah. That's that, a takes, very st- that takes time. It's a very tough thing. Like you'd be a great wiffle ball player. Like, I don't know if I would have been very comfortable on camera at 15 at the scale we're at now. Like we started, you know, we were smaller and we were just doing it for fun. But if you walked into what, you know, Dallas was walking into or Blade, yeah. Sawyer BN, um, and you had all these cameras in your face, it could be very for um, sure. just anxiety inducing. So a lot of it's like just me talking to Dallas or I, I'm using Dallas for reference, but yeah. all of our rookies in the past couple of years and just being like, yeah, just treat it like a normal conversation when we're doing these interviews or like pregame, postgame interviews, type, that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it, it seems to loosen them up. So in terms of our mentorship role, I think it's all about just like making people comfortable. Yeah, um, it, it very much is all at once in terms of our content because like we don't have a warehouse where we can just go kind of chill yeah, and relax. Sure. It's very, very much go, go, go when we're at yeah. the field. So it can like, be very stressful. Imagine you being a 16 or 15 year old kid even walking to the meadows, like your first time there meeting everyone. And literally as you're walking up, I'm getting the B-roll shot of you like i'm in your face right away yeah, that's yeah. probably that can be scary you know what i mean so i try to just be a i remember our first time our first jm like tournament yeah. mm-hmm. the jump from our bedroom to yeah like you guys are seeing it like cameras and mm-hmm. crew running around nervous? and like oh my god yeah, yeah. i was peeing myself <laughs> the entire time i still get so nervous about competing in tournaments and stuff but like i remember the first time the jump is crazy so i can't imagine what those kids yeah. like have to go through mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for sure for sure cool so you talked about how your first ever tiktok like of you Going mm-hmm. along at a national Anger. park, got a million. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, yep. I, no surprise that went viral. We need to find that. But should revert back to that in co- terms like of category? I might, yeah. <laughs> After I finish my turf management class, I really know the details. The you and Tommy tr- trade yeah. uh, secrets. Yeah. Uh, I take care of long. If we had more free time, I would be so open to that. Yeah. I mean, what's one lesson you learned from that class? Oh, dude, um, great question, Kyle. Gotta, <laughs> don't gotta, mow turf. It's not real. You got to fertilize your lawn. every. It's like four That's different holidays. You got to fertilize on the four holidays. It's like... What? Um, it's like, it's like Memorial Day, Fourth of July, uh, Labor yeah. Day, this guy. and then maybe Easter. I think there's maybe another, there's another one. There's Was this a cult class or a cult? It's <laughs> <laughs> sounding I, a little. Can I reveal a top ten secret to you that sure. I have? Yeah, no. I am the greatest niche holiday sports athlete of all time. Like if it's Flag Day and I'm in the <laughs> wiffle ball box, I'm going four for four. What? And that's okay. like a guarantee. Noted. So Noted. invite me to MLW on a holiday, mm-hmm. and you will not get me. Make sure that's your pro, their player profile when you're in your first MLW video. Yes. That actually reminds me of Jimmy Norp. I feel like Jimmy's always going yeah. off on like Mother's Day. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta take care of the moms out there. Fourth of July weekend, Labor Day. That's so, me. Yeah, but what I was getting at is that video popped, and then was it also like your first wiffle ball video popped right away? Pretty much, yeah. That's they insane. weren't in that. We didn't find the at bat style right away. I think it was yeah, I just. I, I did some scrolling on your guys' page. Yeah, it took some like time. But a compilation. As it, as it always does. I think a scuffing video did really well. And then it got taken down because a knife oh, was in it. Yes. But like those really started popping off. Mm-hmm. And then pre- I think I had the idea like, let's just do an at bat and do that little score bug we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I haven't changed it since that first one. Yeah. I remember the zone was like gold, right? Yeah, old strike zone. I built that over COVID. It was all like. And then, Black at first, then gold, and then... And pretty consistent viewership when you guys started to do that method? Yeah. It's I mean, obviously grown. Yeah, performing well but I, when that's we had... One thing I admire about you guys is the consistency is really good. Yeah, it's You like, guys don't really oversaturate too much, which there's kind of a hard balance and a hard... We haven't really figured that out yet on the internet for TikTok. Like, YouTube, like, it used to be the daily vlog thing, and now it's, like, weekly uploads or even bi-weekly uploads for the bigger creators. Yeah. TikTok, I see some people just posting multiple times a day, once a day, a couple just times hope, a week. We're we just hoping, really, like, one blows up yeah, it's after, really like, just, 50 videos. We haven't really seen magic formula yet i feel like but yeah. what you guys are doing is working so i admire that a lot thanks man there's a lot of different ways to do it like if you want to post three times a day mm-hmm. that works and if you find a series that works awesome post it every mm-hmm. day 
it just means you'll burn out quicker and people will get bored of it quicker unless mm-hmm. it's really something good. Mm-hmm. But like Lorenzo getting struck out over and over. Oh, again. Yeah, okay, that's, come on. That's a formula <laughs> that has worked. But who knows Jimmy's nodding in approval behind the camera. Yeah. That's a good segue, though. Um, so kind of drastic here, but how do you go from that where you're just hanging out in the backyard, hitching the zoo, um, to John Boy Media now? Where does that come into the question? At, at what point in time? To the point where you are today, um, where you're full on making content with them, and you're you're so involved with all the operation here. Um, just take me into that whole entire process. That's a pretty weird one. I think we kind of haven't fully realized that yet. Yeah, it's been, it's, it been, it's been a kind of a shock. We, How long has it been? Has it been like a year you've we, been with them? We six met, months. Yeah, six months. Wow, oh, not even a, about a half year. That's crazy. Yeah. Feels like we've been here forever. Yeah. We, so I started doing all this basically because of John Boy Media. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was a awesome. fan of that. So we replicated their style yeah. in kind of fun over serious yeah. sports. So I think that helped us be a fit to be a, an employee, mm-hmm. but Lorenzo messaged their social media manager, we got in contact with him, and we had him on our old baseball podcast and kind of talked about his job and what John Boy Media is doing. Who's the hottest Yankee? Who's the hottest Yankee? That was, yeah. We want him the, over. The relevant topics. Yeah, yeah the relevant we want topics. Him over. Yeah, kind of world news. And <laughs> <laughs> state of the stock market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were doing this back alley blitzball series, which like we were fans of. We were like, oh, yeah. that's cool. Like, I watch everyone at work. We're kind of doing the same thing, which is weird. Like Perfect back fit. alley mm-hmm. wiffle ball. Yeah. And then they, one day I remember we were in my dorm room. I think we were home and Jimmy DM'd us yeah, we on a, Twitter and immediately we like FaceTimed each other and sat yeah. for like an hour. How do we respond? Yeah, we get a John boy <laughs> and awesome. just inviting us. We've been us. there too. I mean, now we've like been in the same through. seat. It's, it is it's pretty so awesome. cool when you're in that seat and you're yeah, like, yeah. you're trying to craft like the perfect response. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. You're like, like oh, do we, we make super a joke? excited? How many exclamation points? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like literally stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we showed up in Sleepy Hollow, New York and played a Halloween themed game of Blitzball. Then kind of at the end of that, they were like, you think you're fit? And we started a couple months later. So, sick. so that was your job interview without you even knowing it. Oh, yeah. yeah and it was, but I'm sure you kind of knew, like, like, this is important. Yeah. <laughs> we knew that you, know, a, you guys are old. Well, some people that are younger wouldn't really realize that and know to put your best foot forward in that yeah. situation. So that's, you know, for you kids out there, always put your best foot forward. Yeah, yeah. there's, like, two big takeaways I've had from that is, one, like, fire messages to literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like you can because, like, we got the social media manager at the time who ended up being the reason we got the job is because mm-hmm. I just sent messages to anybody with, like, at John Boy yeah. in their bio. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget what my other one was. I love that sentiment of like make all that connections, but I feel like everyone always says that and you yeah, like, and no one's responding. Yeah. I think a better way to look at it is like you can get a connection from one view. So if your video mm-hmm. has 50 views, one of those views could be us and we're like, oh, that was a nasty slider. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, you're yeah. filming our yeah. videos. We actually, we, we think about that, that concept as For well. Sure. Like even if a video doesn't do well, if it catches the right eye, and that's all you need yeah. for, for um, you know, yeah. business improvement or a new video or new, um, you know, complex that you can work with. Yeah. Um, you never know who's watching your videos. And that's that's a lesson for anybody watching the video, any content creator out there. Um, that's something we actually live by a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I think it's helped us a lot, the two of us. And it's because, like, being a solo creator is a lot harder. Probably same for you guys. If you started this together, like, you can kind of, like, ride the highs and lows a little bit easier. Like, if a video doesn't do as well, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as detrimental. Oh, yeah. You can kind of talk it out. And be like, oh, we're going to do something else. At this point, it's kind of fun to learn. Like, when something does well, like, you know, you just kind of keep experimenting. Sure. Whether that's short-form video, long-form video. Retention time is a big thing now that we always try to prove upon. So, yeah, yeah, we we are very strategic about it. The John Boy job was awesome, though, because we just graduated college in May. And, like, if we didn't have that, I don't know if we'd still be doing this. Like, 
you know, got to get real jobs. Yeah, similar for us too. I mean, management. You know, it's waiting for us and yeah. wins. We gotta, <laughs> yeah. we gotta follow our passions. Hey, that would have been a good career for you, I think. No, you would have killed. That I would have killed it. I think I do. I truly think I would kill that. Honestly, if you pulled up in the weird. warehouse to turf oh, the warehouse, I'd be like, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. I got a long life ahead of me. It could still happen. True. You never know. Like a chapter. Um, but one more thing I wanted to add to that too. I always like to give advice to the fans, especially the younger audience that listens. Is um, and this is even a reminder for myself is to, to recognize opportunities and don't squander them. Because a lot of us will get, even if you don't realize it, like you'll get certain opportunities in life that other people might not get the chance to experience. Like I could name several that we've had that we've, you know, performed well at and capitalized on. But if it didn't go that well that day, you guys came. If you didn't put your best foot forward and, For sure. you know, be good socially and present yourselves well, I don't think you'd be sitting here today. Yeah. And I think you guys probably agree with me on that. So you got to yeah. just recognize yeah. those opportunities and always just be your best version of yourself. Get lucky. You get lucky. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> but no, but, so that's what I'm saying. People yeah. get opportunities without realizing it, and sometimes luck is involved with For those sure. opportunities. But that's capitalizing on the opportunity is what leads to success. I think yeah. the equation is like preparation plus luck is success. Yeah, like yeah. you just have to wait for your opportunity. But when you do get it, you have to be prepared. And yeah, you have to yeah, execute it, which that's you guys well said. fully have. Thank you. That's well said. So, what's been the best part of that move since you know taking on that full time John Boy Media role? You know, with your We Got Ice brand, what do you think you've enjoyed the most? Since making that move, you want to go first? Oh, you're such a gentleman. It's been a weird six months because our first transition was, I think we were a little shell shocked at first, you know, moved out of state. And then it's like, oh my God, we're working on a big media company. Mm-hmm. I think the best for me personally has just been having the ability to be at a warehouse where we can literally make any thought that we want come true. It's like, hey, it's December and we can go film a wiffle ball video in the warehouse and come up with whatever weird concept we want to do in that day. And there's nothing stopping us, only people telling us to push it a little further, go farther with it. But that's been awesome. And also it's warm in here, which I like. Yeah, if you guys can't so tell, we are, right we are in the cold. warehouse right now. Maybe I'll put some shots and you guys, if you guys can see this place. It's pretty oh, nuts. It's awesome. like Robles can it's pretty be, be kind of compared to like Fantasy Factory. But it's, it's like a, con- a content Dude, creator's dream. It's my yeah. dream. It's my dream. We're in a warehouse where we can make any sport happen, and do whatever mm-hmm. we want. And our yeah. job is to play football and blitzball for a living and just yeah. like compete like for fun. Like That's mm. awesome. What else yeah. could you ask for? Nothing. Well, you could ask for more. You could ask for more. <laughs> it would be peace. bad. Be a little greedy. World peace, turf management degree. It'd be a little greedy. A couple more things. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed learning production and like more I behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. in a big media company because as we st- like a phone and a lav mic plugged into another phone is how we shot a bunch of our stuff and still do for the record. and still yeah, do for yeah. Sure. And it still gets the job done when it needs yeah, to. I, yeah, I believe in simple content. If it, yeah. mm-hmm. it all comes from a good idea. Mm-hmm. But then also combining that with having resources to make crazier content with crazier cameras and AKA Ronnie over there. Ronnie, yeah, shout out Ronnie. Ronnie. Production doesn't hey, make Ronnie. the idea. Yeah. So production's been really fun to feels like we're learning stuff that will help content in the future, which is cool. We're not just like scrapping away every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I've enjoyed that. And awesome. Cool. I imagine you guys like same thing. When you started, it's probably like on iPhone like on a phone. And when you started first recording your games or something, right? <laughs> just you ever heard one of a, camera. You ever, you ever heard of a flip video it's camera? Called a flip <laughs> camcorder. Yeah, that, that you go to the zoo white? with and film your, yeah, your was, vacations with. Uh, we filmed all of our games within 2000, 2010. To, Nintendo DSi flipped like, around. Exactly. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah. much that quality. Yeah. Do you remember like the first game that got like a lot of views? It was such a gradual increase. I want to really? say, really, like I do remember when our 2010 opening day video got a thousand views, but it probably took like two or three years for that to yeah, happen. That's but cool though. Every, I get that question a lot. Like, what was the video that made you blow up? Yeah, we, we, really, never, yeah. we never had that. It was such you a gradual. For yeah. 13 years, I feel like it's as gradual as it can be. All at once. I, like, I feel like in the past two years, though, it's a little bit more exponential. But for the most part, it's been very 
um, organic and gradual. Our most like rapid uploads ever were definitely probably during last season. Like we, opening the first two videos of our season last year, right. like were nuts. And then the Oklahoma series, our first like yeah. out of state new location series, that's like big, just went crazy. Like that was our first like kind of like more viral than we expected moment. Like yeah. it reached two million views in like less than a year, which was like crazy for us. That's right. insane. Yeah, I've been watching all of them. Yeah. So I remember so that. I know two million views is viewed differently now because TikToks get that in oh, that's know, crazy. 15 hours. But YouTube, it was good If you get us. two yeah. million views on YouTube, you're doing it. Extraordinary work. Yeah. That's insane. I feel you guys are in a super interesting situation where you guys are pretty young, but you've had a gradual growth for 13 years, which you normally see when yeah. people are like, oh, in your 30s or 40s, and it's been a lot of hard work, but... I, that's probably why people but should assume, like, oh, in one year you probably it, got what all it these is subs. is thirteen year, years of fine tuning, like, yeah. your intro and your camera angles yeah. and how We're good each team too. should be and jerseys and how we, you know, you know, actually introduce our product and, and travel and put on tournaments and merchandise the yeah. whole thing. It, that's it, you know. I'm glad you noticed that because it is, you know, well, you, a year by year thing we try guys, to improve. You guys are straight up grown up on camera. Exactly, you've evolved from like kids to now you're like running yeah. a business. I know, it's like, it that's a kind of a crazy evolution. It is, like, it is odd for, to think about. Yeah, like now you guys are like in, responsible for putting other people on the same platform that you created. Like a 17 year old kid, like before MLW, they don't have that opportunity. I will say, the, yeah, the coolest part about that is I feel like our fans kind of grew up with us. So, like, when sure. I meet them at our tournaments and stuff, and they're like, I've been watching you since 2014. Yeah. He's, like, my age. I'm like, Jesus. It's like we're friend, yeah. friends, but I've never met him before. And we yeah. have, like, this whole thing, like, eight years we can talk about. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the coolest, like, most unique experience. Yeah. Um, which I feel like a lot of other creators might not have the opportunity just because they started posting three years ago, four years ago. But 2010 to now is honestly I don't it's think about, I honestly don't think about it a lot, but it is crazy when you look back at it. I mean, yeah, twelve year old dudes hitting bombs on YouTube somewhere. I mean, with, <laughs> with my nine year old brother, <laughs> what we're doing is like so such a small niche, right? Yeah. So like we're kind of trying to expand that, and still are. Um, so it definitely took some time for sure. But like you said, that it, it was definitely necessary for us because I think the good thing about starting and just having fun when you're a kid and pursuing your passions is if it does work out and it takes longer because you're so young and don't have the time and energy and resources to do it. At least by the time you need to start, you know. Being an adult, like, yeah. okay, you're kind of in a position where you can do so. Like, luckily for you guys, it happened pretty quick. Yeah. But for us, we needed the time to kind of pave the way. Like, you, like, you, you saying, like, wiffle ball is popular on the internet. Like, that, well, <laughs> right. that's funny to hear because it was not before we started making content. Yeah. yeah, that's, like, even the evolution of it. When was the first time you guys realized MLW was a good idea? Oh, good question, Jack. I love how broad that is. Yeah. Tough. Um, Or maybe, like, when you thought, oh, we can do this for longer than just, like, yeah, it's like a business. Honestly, remember 2013 when Whistle Sports reached out to us? Yeah, I do. I'd say it when I was like 14 and that happened. Whistle Sports, a huge media yeah. company yeah. now. Um, they kind of reached out to us about how professional our videos were for like our age and stuff. And we thought that was like the world to us. So yeah. the next thing you knew, we were signed to like a multi-channel network, which is a big thing back then. You, they call them YouTube MCNs. It's still a thing now, but a lot, you know, less common. Um, but I think there, when we had an official brand media company actually like acknowledge us, right. um, also we, we would email a bunch of companies for like a banner or something to act like to look like we were sponsored and Easton, you know, they, Easton. they would respond like, Oh, it's so cool that you guys are doing this all on your own. Like, we'd love to send you a banner. Yeah. Like all that little stuff would inspire us. Um, but I'd say when we got more into like 2018 and 19, especially, um, when we started doing tournaments where, mm -hmm. you know, people actually paying their hard earned money to come and, um, play at our events and travel and That's actually awesome. want to, you know, travel and, um, be associated with us. I yeah. think that was the point, like 2018, 19. That makes sense. Yeah, I think, you know, when you start to get a little older and think about what you want to do, I remember like in 2017, 18, you know, you kind of see your subscriber count and you, know, you look at the revenue and, okay, it's like if you multiply the subscriber count by X amount, hopefully the revenue multiplies by that same number. So like 
I remember telling Kyle, like, I would love to get to 300 before we graduated from college. And I think we got to that a little bit after that mark, but just a couple months. So it almost worked out perfectly. Yeah. That's a lot of subscribers, so that's a good place to be. Did you guys think in college, too, you wanted to get in content creation, like, for sure, like, all throughout your college process? Because for me, I was like, by the, by the time I'm graduated, I just want to make sure MLW is financially stable. Like, I, this is the only thing I want to be doing when I'm graduated. Or was it like, uh, did you have a backup plan? I, I'm not sure if we touched on this earlier, but were you all just content-based? That you, I, that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I think going into college, I knew I wanted to do content creation or gotcha. entertain in some facet. I just didn't know if I was good enough to do it. Really? Um, I was like a really shy kid. Didn't know if like that would happen. Didn't really know anything about production or cameras or anything. And just kind of learned along the way. And I think popping off sooner rather than later. A more video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for real though. Little things like that. that confidence yeah. can change your life yeah. in one video. Just being like, oh, like. Could happen. Yeah, it's not happening yet, but it could happen. Then by the end of college, I was like, yeah, there's. I don't think I'd want to do anything else. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted to entertain people. I didn't think it would ever be like TikTok or like YouTube or something. But I always wanted to like. I liked as a kid. I loved plays. Like I wanted to be like an actor or yeah. something like that. Or like I can't sing, but that was a dream of mine. <laughs> I always wanted to just entertain people. So like when I got the opportunity to do that in any sort of form, I was like, oh, I know I want to do this. I, I love that. Don't know what capacity it'll end up in. And then yeah. when that's why when Jack presented that opportunity to me, I saw the writing of, oh, this could be like my right, my way of doing that or starting mm-hmm. that. And you were talking to me earlier. You want to get into comedy, stand up oh, comedy. Me and Tommy God. were talking at the hotel. We're like, Zoe has it. You do good. Jack's going to beat me to it. It's, I all, think, it's just all about the material and delivery. But you have you have like the persona and charisma, I feel like. I think Jack will get his set up before I do. <laughs> I think Jack's <laughs> delivery. Yeah, I have a couple sets. Your, yeah. your like, comedy styles would be so different, but They're I feel so like both different. would work. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Jack's monotone, it's like, straight yeah, it's, delivery. It's like, it's like bland, like the, the one liners, the punchlines. Yeah, I feel like you'd go out there and just smile from ear to ear. <laughs> people would just be laughing already just based on your smile. We're very different. I think that works in our videos though is they were so oh, for sure. opposite yeah, we, how we approach anything that's another thing we talked about is your your differing styles mm-hmm. oh like we are personalities like, it works so well we were like very opposite people from yes. how, how we live our lives how we function mm-hmm. so it's like a good especially like on camera it's a very like interesting contrast yeah. to see but i think jack will beat me to it but by i would love to do one day like, just do stand-up comedy even if i'm bad at it no, you I gotta just, try i want to do it like i just love that feeling of having people in front of you, making them laugh. Like, that's right. what better feeling is having a whole room of people laughing at. That's like what the internet is, but you get to mm-hmm. see them now instead of just being behind People them. laugh at me all the time. Usually not when I'm trying to be funny, <laughs> but more like when I'm striking out and being bad at the game I'm supposed to be a pro at. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, uh, this duo actually kind of relates to the concept of, um, you know, multiple personalities coming together for the good in MLW. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, Jordan Robles from the East Coast. He's you know, 28 years old. He's, he's lived... Know much more than Dallas Allen, who's still in high school. Yeah, and they have these different backgrounds, and you have guys from Michigan and Ohio, and now the East Coast, and they're all so different. But when you come together and all of these different teams, Drew's running a team while Daniel's running a team, totally different managing styles, but it works so good. And and um, what I think is cool too is like if you're a viewer and you relate to Daniel, say you're more quiet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you might be an Eagle fan, but if you're mm-hmm. kind of more out there, you like flair and you, you like bat tosses and home yeah. runs. You might be a Drew Davis and Cobras fan. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's another cool concept we are involved yeah. with. It's pretty cool to see you guys expanding, like having Jordan from the East Coast come all the way up to Michigan. That's like kind of a big move. It's a big ha- move. It's to like yeah. go out and start scouting talent and like, okay, Michigan is our central. Would you guys ever like want to have like MLW leagues in other states besides Michigan or would you like kind of like keep that like pretty local? Logistically, it's tough. Um, we, th- we think about this a lot. Right now, I think the, the main focus is to keep that league, league in yeah, Michigan yeah, yeah. just because of everybody's right there. I mean, like 95% of the league is Southeast For Michigan. Sure. So, um, but that's not to say we're not going to attract people from other states and 
more people from the East Coast, yeah. South, the West in the future. Because, you know, if you're a perfect fit for MLW, I'm not going to say no right off the bat. Like, you know, obviously there's logistical factors and mm -hmm. people working or even in school in the summers, taking summer classes. It's a lot of things you have to work around um, with, with guys that are, have, you know, have different backgrounds and stuff. But I'm all for expanding nationally. Dude, having the Meadows be like a destination and yeah. people like, hey, I'm flying to Michigan because yeah. I have an MLW series. That's so cool. Um, like to be, to, be honest, to be honest, a lot of it, you just need more fans. I mean, like, right. look sure. at even leagues like the XFL, that's a game like football, the most popular game in America with millions of dollars behind it to fund it. Like, it just hasn't worked because, you know, you right. put a team in a city, no one really cares. Right. For sure. So the good thing about our league is because we're a smaller league, um, like, everyone who watches our games pretty much knows the personality of every single player. Like, the fans have that bond and that relationship with every single guy where if we had, say, 30 teams of five. That's now 150 guys. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's a lot less, you know, relatable on a personal level. So that's Harder. one good thing about being a little smaller is because everyone kind of knows everyone. Hard to get intimate with the people exactly. you're watching. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Jimmy Norp was the first, like, example of this, but was that eye-opening seeing someone, was awesome. like a random kid, come in and then become, like, a premier personality mm -hmm. and take over yeah. the league? No, yeah, nobody's down to Norp scale. Um, he's, got, he's a godsend to this league. <laughs> I remember meeting him in 2018, and, he, I mean... There wasn't much, like we we knew he was good, but we didn't know how much of a personality he would be on the channel. Right. And of course, he makes it into the league in 2020, and he he we talk about you know taking advantage of your opportunities. It's exactly what Norp did. Um, 2020, he took it more serious than anybody ever had. He was funny on camera. He was good with the interviews. He was you know always talking with his team about getting better, talking to me and Tommy all the time. So, um, and what I love about that too is it sets an example for the other guys coming into yeah, the league yeah. of like. You know, at the end of the day, you can grow your personal brand on this YouTube channel. Norp's got merch now. He, you know, he, we, we come out with his jersey sales. He has his own TikTok he likes to run. It's a, it's a really cool way to build up your, your online personality through the league. And nobody's, nobody before Norp did it, and nobody since Norp's done it has yeah. done it again. So to his level. So I just can't commend Norp enough for yeah. how, how he's uh, taking advantage of it. I was telling Lorenzo last night, too, like, he's a good player, and, but he also gets the content. He gets both are equally content important. trading equally and how important. it's it's on camera. Yeah, I talked about you last night, Norm. And you don't have to fully be like mm -hmm. super intense. It's hard to go from a player that gap between being a good wiffle ball player or a good athlete, good creator, and a good player is maybe the most challenging That's tough. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the line is so small between like do people like you when you compete versus right. when people. I've definitely gone on the wrong side of the line sometimes. I've gone on the right side. It's like it's a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Like yep. you got to kind of figure it out. That was the thing I was most impressed about is from Norp and like anyone you brought out is the ability to know when to turn on that competitiveness yep. and when to turn it off. It's social skills, really. Yeah. We see that a lot at our tournaments. Um, you know, say we have these really good wiffle ball players in this insane team, but they're kind of closed off. They're, yeah. they're keeping by themselves. They don't talk to me and Tommy at all, and they're kind of stay, staying to themselves. Um, they're less likely to make it into MLW, would you say, you know, being, being, being drafted? I wouldn't say it's the end-all, be-all, um, because for the reasons we talked about before, how every fan is also different. So some fans like the shyer guy. Some right. guys like the introvert. But at the same time, you need to have, you know, those basic communication skills and the ability to just be yourself on camera. Even right. if you are the shy kid, then be the shy kid on camera. Don't try to be someone you're not. Yeah. Right. And also, you know, not everyone needs to be Jimmy Norp. Not everyone needs to, you know, try to help out with the content creation and want to be a creator, too. Some people are just wiffle ball players that, like, Robles is just kind of the guy who's like, give me a wiffle ball and bat, let's go. Like, he right. wants to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a fine balance of trying to figure that out and how to perfect it. So, um, I bet yeah, for you there's guys, no perfect answer yet, at least that I have. I bet for you guys, you probably lean a little bit more towards having somebody who's could be good on camera, especially as you build a brand up. Because I'm assuming you're like, hey, this video will be viewed by X number of people. 
for playing in MLW, which yep. means you're representing our brand. Mm-hmm. So we'd rather you be a little bit worse of a hitter, yep. but more <laughs> socially, like, you get it. Like, right. you know what we're doing Definitely here. Definitely both. Like Tommy said, it. it's yeah. not the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Um, at this point in the company, I think I probably would prefer somebody that's a little bit more comfortable, but for that's sure. not to say, like, yeah, we're not going to somebody that's shy because i was definitely the shyest kid like ever back then yeah i I mean i still am quiet like i don't i feel like i do have a a solid chunk of fans not as many as jimmy norp or jordan robles but like for the most part you know i don't really have a lot of flair to my game you know i have kind of that like dry humor sarcastic humor but um once again those people out there that gravitate towards that because they're like that you know? I'm a number one Mallards prospect. What are you <laughs> exactly, talking about, exactly. I love to. So Mallards. you're gonna you're gonna be the end of my yin. You know what I mean? We're I told Jimmy before this podcast I was the number one Diamondbacks prospect. I'm a, I hate to break his heart right now. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just looking to get in the league anywhere possible. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but so if you would have asked me that question a few years ago, like 2018, 19, when we were expanding as a league, I would have had a different answer. I would have said, just give us all the talent we can have because I want to make all eight of our teams as competitive and as good talent wise as yeah. they can be. Because um, that was a point in the league where. It was really just our neighborhood squad, oh, yeah. um, some some friends from school, not the most talented bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, we just wanted some guys <laughs> that had guys, all though. four pitches um, <laughs> and somebody to make the channel. And every single one of those yeah. videos, doesn't matter what the matchup is, be something that people would want to watch. But now it's a lot of like, we have a lot of demand for talent. So now it's mm-hmm. what you know comes into the equation is you know charisma and um, who's going to just be entertaining. Um, so it's kind of cool how that you know it's involved. Yeah, it's fun evolution. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's nice not having to be searching for guys. Guys actually want to be a part of it. Yeah, you probably have a surplus now. Yeah, <laughs> like who's, exactly. who's in Great it? Business out. term. I love yeah. I see the business guy. A little <laughs> you bit. said you're sneaky business. I like business stuff. Zoe's out here just evaluating. I invest, yeah, I guarantee. To be honest, though, on front. Zoe, he has this persona, but he's a businessman. I he's just feeling my, me out right now. <laughs> I invest all my money in Toys R Us. It's a bad investment. Dang. Well, we'll see about that in five, ten years. Right? <laughs> MLW and Toys R Us going to the moon. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so you guys are kind of just getting settled into your John Boy jobs now. It's only been yeah. six months, like you said, so I'm sure there's a lot of question marks there. So, But I am curious, generally speaking, like where do you want the We Got Ice brand to go? Or even your personal brands, your personal personas, like what do you really want to accomplish, you know, short-term, long-term, or how much have you give, How much thought have you given to that? A lot of thought. Um, <laughs> we played a great game today. and Put bat on ball. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think that changes about every six months. Yeah. Twice a quarter. Every six term. hours. No. Five quarterly. Five quarterly. Wow. That's a big word. That's the a term crazy one. Yeah. Five Is that quarterly? Actually, I kind of just made that up. What's bi quarterly? Every 25 yards a term? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so I think it changes a lot. We definitely want to establish We Get Ice as a baseball brand, a mm-hmm. fun baseball brand, make baseball more fun, more popular, mm-hmm. touch the youth. I think that's one of our core values. You know, that's how we make more money. For me, I like as long as baseball will always be the roots of we got ice, making it sports and fun. Like that's our future is just hey, we have fun playing sports at some point. Mm-hmm. Wiffle ball is the roots, so that'll always be the roots of it. But yeah, we're still twenty two, so projecting anything at this point changes day to day. Yeah, I'm living. We're the same age. We go through the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like. Tomorrow, six months ago, if you asked us, we would have said getting a job at John Boy Media would have been the biggest thing in the world to us. So now, mm-hmm. six months, it's kind of like reevaluating that and figuring out where we're going to go. Ceiling got a little higher. Yeah. That's so, how we feel, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and for a personal brand, just like being known as funny and on the internet, and like, I like to spread positivity. So in that route, that's where I would like to be known. Okay. And if you ever need a professional wiffle ball scuffer. Okay. I'll cut your balls. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. They call me the neuterer. And we, that's the nickname. Did we just coin a new nickname? I think we did. Yeah. I Instead think of, we what did. was it? Swa- what that's was your first nickname? The neuterer is much better than Swagner. Yeah, Swagner. 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 Congratulations on your wife, though. Yeah, congrats on your marriage. Is that a weird way to say that? I don't know. Congrats on your wife's? It's all good. It's all good. We'll, we'll this, give you a pass. I'm Either happy way, for him. If we uh, did pitch an MLW, you would be the neuterer. I'd be the neuterer. Okay, yeah. What but would be my MLW? Where would be? you guys place us Ooh. on teams? I want you for sure on the same team. Okay. okay. I think the, the magic needs some help. Right. So you think we would be, so yeah, put us on teams it's already nice, established. They, they, they need a pitcher Say and they was. need some, some fun. Mm. That's literally what they need. I think. I think I like another that. six months of facing Jack, you could be where you need to be as a hitter. To be honest, yeah, you'd yeah be fine. you're seeing a lot of movement with yeah. his. The neuterer really cuts those balls, you know, <laughs> and they move pretty drastically compared to what we do. Mm. Yeah, MLW. So you'd be surprised. I think you'd actually hit pretty well. Honestly, I would love. I, I wouldn't really know because some guys are just better than others. But 37 um, feet's a different breed. We pitch from 48, is. Yeah, so it it is. Is. I'd have to get used cool. to it. But I would. We could be. You were born to be a Metro Magic magician. 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 See, I see myself as like I get traded every year. Nobody knows why. Journeyman. Yeah, I no, just no end up on like, a new squad. I heard you're a really Daniel Schultz fan too in the Eagles. Is I that true? I love Daniel Schultz. What is, it, what is it about Dan? Sorry, Kyle. When I first started watching MLW, I think he was like 2019. He was yeah, just like just the, the grossest pitching. pitcher ever. Yeah, and I, I was like, just kind of got that it factor. That's respectable. Know? I kind of see you as a wildcat bench piece. Oh, I might be on your bench, Kyle. I would take you. Yeah, I'd take I can be a pinch hitter. But you then you and Dan keep trading me back and forth. Yeah, and I'm just like now I'm an eagle. Oh, I like that. Yeah. But just, I never just one get your deals. That's your MLB yeah. comparison. Whoever's yeah. just jumping ship. And I always have a club option, and you guys always decline it. And I'm like, guys, come <laughs> but on. But he's always in the league somehow. Yeah, I just keep ending up. <laughs> I'm hitting like 220, but a little, little pop. Yeah, and barely like, getting over. Hey, I'm an OBP guy. I right. That's, hey, I like that. I like to hear that as a, as a manager. I'm an OBP same. guy. You know what they Wiffle say? Ball, if you get on base, that's all we need. I'll hit you right. home. You know what they you say? Base from me, I'll hit you home. You know what they say in like, uh, like if someone signs a player from Japan, it's like the only thing that travels is like your ability to take pitches. Mm-hmm. That's me and Wiffle Ball. Perfect. Best eye in the league. Perfect. Mm. Perfect. That has a very high quality to it to a lot of teams and a lot of managers. So yeah. we'll keep that in mind. I'll fire all the managers out there. Yep. Yeah, me on Slack. Yes. <laughs> Slack. Business guy. I can tell. Business guy. Business guy. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for having us out here. Of course. Um, we had a great weekend in Jersey City. Of course. A lot of stuff to do tomorrow, too. We still got another day to play some, some more whiffs and that kind of stuff. So we're excited. Thanks for having us out. Thanks for being on the show. First in person guest. Give yourselves a round of applause. Good pod, boys. Good, Good, pod. Pod. Good pod. Subscribe to We Got Ice. We love you. Yeah. yeah go subscribe to them. If, if there's anything you want to plug besides that, what would uh, you what would you tell the viewers? Uh follow my MySpace. Okay. Uh it's at cool guy twenty two. What's your song that plays when you go to your profile? You don't need to know. Is that, that MySpace? <laughs> Even that I'm too young face. for that. that okay. <laughs> you don't need to know Shout that. Yeah. On TikTok, they are at We Got Ice Baseball. I believe their YouTube is also We Got Ice. Yes. Subscribe. So subscribe to that. Check it out. They have a lot of cool stuff, and I'm sure a lot more cool stuff on the way. But thanks, guys. Listeners, thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. Peace.